This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about new Redskins game traditions with Nick the Greek. We talk about the training camp report from Aaron's trip and much, much, much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? Yo, 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 what's up? Hey, when is the first episode we started doing that? Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 what's up? I don't know. Somewhere around those Bud Light commercials, maybe? It might, well, you know, those... The Bud Light, the Bud Light commercials were were pre Harry Hogg. Those were like pre nine eleven because they changed from real American heroes to real men of genius. No, no, no. Oh, the Bud commercials. You know, like do, what's do, up? Do, what's do, up, do. yo? Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah, the what's up? You know, the, watching the game, up, having a Bud. Yeah. It was yeah, probably it was like dude. episode one, dude. I, it may have been all the way back to then. Episode, dude, episode two. Episode one was like and thirty then they seconds. Had, of How are you doing? Dun, 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 <laughs> with that midi uh, hi my name's Aaron and uh, <laughs> we might have uh, I'm checking out this uh, new podcast thing I might invite my friend John and my brother Josh next week <laughs> if it all works out yeah it kind of worked out pretty good <laughs> Did yeah not? what episode is this episode 295 295 this is episode 295 on which we discuss our observations from training camp day 2 Fast forward six years later, amongst other things. Training camp day two. Discuss. Let's discuss amongst ourselves here. In a minute. First, we do have to thank our longtime benevolent sponsor, David Lee of David Lee Legal Services you know in Williamsburg, Virginia. Thank you, Fifth. You know, you know what I'm saying? Speaking Fifth. of Fifth, we didn't get to see him at training camp because he thought that we were going on Saturday and. Dang it, we went on Friday through a Dude, a you know, I was a little concerned about that because we heard from Will and Maryland, fifth, the fifth Beatle. Mm-hmm. And we heard from Nick the Greek. Nick, what? It's Nikos, right? Nico. No, Nikolas, but with a K. Nikos. Okay. But we call him Nick the Greek. We call him Nick. Well, I'll call him Nick the Greek. And uh, I was a little concerned about both those guys because I was like, well, maybe if they don't have like a phony baloney jobs like Aaron and myself they may not be able to make Friday so apparently Will and Marilyn has like a real job and Nick does not so Will could not get off <laughs> work but Wait Nick a minute. was just he... like hey I'm all over it I'll be there a, a real job <laughs> hey Nikos works from home four days a week dude told. that's a real four job a... man. dude that, that's a dream job right there four days a week people that work from home like Josh and Nikos those aren't real jobs yeah. those aren't real jobs people that work in the arts education those aren't real jobs dude it's tough to like motivate yourself sometimes when you work from home you know yes sir i i imagine it's hard to motivate yourself when you're in your you gotta make yourself like get up i gotta go take a shower put some underwear on at least some clean underwear and you guys wonder why we don't have a video podcast (laughs) no sir speaking of tomorrow first of all it'd be pretty boring heading down to cola town Cooler town. Was that Atlanta? No, South Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina. Why is that Cola Town? I thought they make Coke and. Because it's Columbia. It's, it's Columbia. Columbia. They're called Cola Town. That's what people there call it. Cola Town. Really? Aaron, you didn't know that? I've been down there, you know, where all the cocks are. I had no <laughs> idea they called it Cola Town, but I don't hang out down there. I remember one time helping Josh in Columbia when we had some like searchlights that we were babysitting. Yeah, and I remember we went into some mall, and it seemed like all the ladies there were pretty attractive. In Cola well, Town, I got me a meeting yeah. set up with the old ball coach. Going to get his take on everything. Interesting. My buddy Matt from college uh, dated a woman from Cola Town. She was psycho. What was her name? I might know her. Smith. <laughs> what was her that other was name? Her fir- no, no, that was her first name. Smith. Uh, what was her last name? Wesson. Uh. <laughs> I think I think I'll leave that off the podcast to protect the uh, names of the psycho. I mean, innocent. 
Oh, How you many mean so she doesn't come after you? Seriously. That's what you mean. She is psycho after all. I am protecting my best interests. Um, Cola Town. That's where they make BMWs, though. No, they make those in Greenville. No, yeah, they make well, Volkswagens there, dude. Well, they're they're out there. Out actually, they're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. They're kind of out that way. It's Greer, South Carolina. Greer. That's all Cola Town to me. Greer. It's all I eighty five to me. Greer. Cola Town is on I twenty six, dude. Seriously. Dude, and I-85, I used to drive it all the way down, all the way down. is not on I-85, I hate to tell you. Oh. Josh should know, he's like from South Carolina. Dude, I used to drive from Atlanta. We ain't from South Carolina, dude. I'm your brother, and we're from the same place in South Carolina. (laughs) We're from the same womb. We're from the same place. <laughs> We're from the same womb. Oh, all three of us are from the same place, and it is not Cola Town. It is not it is South not Cola Town. Josh says it's Virginia listen, Beach, Virginia. Listen, we who's the coach in Cola Town? We all know him. The old ball coach. The old ball he's a cock. Coach. We all know him and can't stand him. He's a cock. Coaching the cock. He is a cock. <laughs> no, we're not even kidding here. He Ugh. is a cock. <laughs> You know uh, what? Let's talk about some Redskins. Let's talk right. about some Redskins here. All right, what do you guys want to talk about? You want to talk about my observations from training camp? Yeah, can we? When you went to training when you went to training camp, and you were ushered in for the first time, and you sat there, did you hear anything that sounded like this? Um, no. That reminds me of the Hall of Presidents at Disney World. Was it very, was it very <laughs> Olympian-esque, in other words? Um, when Robert, no, but the first when time... When Robert I, Griffin walked in, was it like... Robert Griffin was the first one on the field, I can tell you that, by like five Did he minutes. wave? Did he do a Queen's wave to the crowd? Like, you know, the backhanded wave? No, he just went out there with like some 12-year-old ball boy, and he was throwing the ball back and forth with him. Warming up. He was warming up, and then he like when the rest of the team came out, he went all the way to the other side of Redskins Park, which is like the woods, and he like stepped down in the woods. And at first, I thought he was about to take a leak or something, <laughs> but he like kneeled down and prayed, and then he came back to the field, and he was ready to go. Nice. All right, I'm the one who's going to say it. Are you sure he didn't kneel down to take a dump way off in the distance? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay. What? I thought was he was going to, but he didn't. Glass on you or with you that could verify this information because if he's out by the woods i mean you know well nikos was with did me he, he could run verify into the by in the woods nikos could verify it as he was with me nick the greek if we want to try to bring him in on the podcast i guess, yeah, I we, guess we could try in. to try to Again, do that because he in. was able to come into uh the pot to the 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 friday practice in my steed because i had a a family emergency well, so. before we bring him in, let me tell you what leading up, the trip leading up to the um, training camp. I left here, Cool Mountain, Indiana, on Thursday night. Not a real place. I took my test early because I had an exam that day. I took it early and I was like, all right, we're going to leave. Test. We're going to drive as far as we can get to like Morgantown or a little bit after there in West Virginia. 27 miles. And we'll get a hotel room. And then the next day, you know, we'll leisurely. Dude, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) We will leisurely head on over to Redskins Park. Our hotel is like one mile away from there. Right. So Which was not one mile away from where I was. Aaron, I just got to know, was it an America's Best Value Inn? No, it was a nice Marriott. It was really nice. (laughs) It's kind of like all Ikea-like inside, wasn't it, John? It, it it was uh I was able to go by the next day actually to uh pick up Aaron on the way to Baltimore. And like yeah, it looked like quite a nice uh hotel up there near the near the uh uh the river up that way there between Virginia and Maryland. It was in Ashburn. But anyway, yeah. the yeah, the hotel, well I'm not to the hotel yet. I'm the night before, okay? <laughs> oh oh, the first hotel. Yeah, on the way in West Virginia. First of all, it Wait, started. That's like, got to been America's best value in. No, but I, it started pouring down. And it was storming, and I could like barely see. 
and we started calling around for hotels, like in the middle of nowhere in West Virginia on whatever that interstate is, 68 or something like that. So anyway, everywhere's like, no, we're booked. We're booked. I'm like, what? And they're like, they were telling me that in Morgantown there was some kind of motorcycle convention that had like 60,000 motorcycles. So every hotel for a two-hour radius of Morgantown was booked. And I was about two hours and a half away from Morgantown. And I was like, crap, if we don't get a hotel like right now, we're either going to be like sleeping in the best America's Best Value Inn and Suite or in the car. So in other words, in the car. And... <laughs> I know I can't drive two hours past Morgantown, which was going to be another four hours. So it was already 10 at night. So we found this hotel in a place called Sutton. And it was called the Days Hotel. Like a Days Inn. But apparently, according to the guy, it was an upscale uh, Days Inn. I'm going to stop you right there. This guy used the words upscale Days Inn. In West Virginia. Yeah, but dude, listen, we were like, okay. All right. So we pulled into the exit. Dude, it was like off of The Shining or something. This hotel's in the <laughs> middle of nowhere, and it was freaking huge. It was, looked like the size of a hospital or something. It was like three giant buildings, like three, four stories each, full of rooms. It was the biggest hotel I've ever seen. Was this an outside balcony hotel or an all inside? All inside. Okay. Not like an old Howard Johnson. It was all inside. They had like a fancy restaurant and like uh uh weight rooms and indoor pools and like and like uh gift shops in there and stuff in the middle of nowhere. So I go in there and I'm like told them I needed the room and they said that it was like ten dollars more than what it said online and I was like, What? Ten dollars more? Anyway, to make a long story short, but why? Please, I'm getting long on this. Uh, it was all when we're pulling up to the hotel. It's all rainy, like you're like you're watching the beginning of um, Young Frankenstein or something with like the storm coming in. And I see a <laughs> sign like on the road to the hotel. It's a sign that's like State Penitentiary this way. <laughs> <laughs> right when a lightning bolt struck, right? Pretty much. But like, it, anyway, that made us that made us barely get to Ashburn in time. Uh, John couldn't come, so what did I do? I contacted our dog, Nick the Greek, who so graciously um, volunteered to pick me up at the hotel and take me Left his day job. to the training camp. I thought you drove. Well, Suzanne had the van for the kids. Oh. So he picked me up and took me to training camp. And uh, we'll go ahead and call him and see if he wants to come in and talk about his observations. From the camp. Let's see. This will be two weeks. Call him up, dude. Call him up. In a row. Hold on. Yeah, no lie. How do I add him to the call? I don't know, but while you're doing that, for your enjoyment. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, wait. Hold on. For old DC. What is this computerized sound in Glee Club crap? Fight on, fight on till you have won, sons of Washington. You don't know, but it's awesome. Hail to the Redskins. Hail victory. Braves on the warpath. Fight for all. Do we have him yet? I'm calling him right now. Hello? Nick the Greek. Hey. Nick, what's happening? Doing well. How about you guys? We're doing pretty well ourselves. Um, We're calling to um, get your take on training camp since you and I were the representatives from Harry Hug Football. Yep, yep. Um, I got a few points that I noted down. Uh, for starters, um, it was really great seeing you, Aaron, there. Uh, bummer that I couldn't see the other guys. 
and also bummer that uh, we had a miscommunication with Will and we couldn't see him. I was so looking forward to seeing him there, but hey, you know, it's what it is. You know what? Maybe next time you and Will can go and be the beat reporters since I won't be able yeah, to. Yeah, that'd be great. Next right, year so, we'll be in Richmond, by the way. Oh, I'll be oh, there for that. I meant like next week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the dream team. The dream team. The dream team. <laughs> anyway. Awesome. Yeah, me right. and Nick had a good time. He was telling me all the stories about how he um, came up with the um, database for the Kicking the Balls Awards and how he was playing the podcast at double speed and how funny John's little laugh is at twice speed. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine it like... I'm like trying not to laugh that way. <laughs> 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 well, it doesn't sound like sound like a sheep, but it is funny. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, all right. Man First... First thing uh, was disappointment that we didn't see those uh, fancy throwbacks. They didn't have them in that little makeshift store that they had. <laughs> yeah, they told so, us they weren't out. And I was like, oh, how did I see them online if they weren't out? Well, that's weak. Yeah, because I was like, I want to look at one of those. Um, I was looking for one for like London Fletcher, like a throwback. And they're like, they're not out yet. They're not out. Reebok's tweaking them or Adidas or whoever. I, I don't think that the guy even knew what we're talking about, but yeah, I don't you know. think he did either. We weren't yeah, going to press the matter. Aaron's like, I want the hard, real leather helmet. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So it was damn hot. That's the first uh, bad thing. <laughs> How we, hot? We, I almost fainted like two times while we were there. Yeah, it, it, was, so it was, it was really bad. Later on through the day, we had uh, um, some clouds and it became a lot more comfortable, but uh, it was uncomfortable uh, for the better part. But Do you th- did did the players seem to uh, be affected nah. by that heat? No, you think? Yeah. I don't think so. No, they they were just playing uh, uh, normally, and they did have those little portable um, water fountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the oxygen no, tank, and Robert yeah, and Griffin the third was taking a blow behind the line of scrimmage at one uh, point. And uh, much to uh, John's delight, Rex Grossman was not the one carrying the water. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did get your email of that picture. Okay, that thanks. Was titled "My Dog." Uh, appreciate that. <laughs> 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 Which picture is that? What was it? It was a pic. Well, it was a picture of sexy Rexy like dropping back. Uh, is that it? Yeah. All right. What do you what do you expect? It was a picture of sexy Rexy going back to the woods and and taking a John. I'll have a note from the training camp day too. Your dog had a very nice pass to end the, in the in the uh, practice there. It was like a sixty I'm, yard bomb right over Aldrich Robinson's yeah, shoulder. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking about your dog Rex Grossman. Uh, Aldrich no. Robinson. Yeah, but you what they didn't I read about that as a matter of fact, but what they didn't explain and Aaron explained to me later on is that it was against the third team. <laughs> well, what does that say? He threw a nice pass and the third team caught it. Yeah, there, there you go. Or, or was it against the third team? Was it it, it was it was it was I think it was the complete third team, Aaron. Yeah, it was the third that? team. It was the third team cuz they had Cousins running with the was second cousin team. Was Cousins running with the second team? Yeah, and I gotta say, Cousins seems to be throwing a lot of interceptions or balls that should have been intercepted. That was I was yeah. following that on a lot of the uh, different feeds throughout, you know, the the time, and it was just like it seemed like every time I look at it, it was like, oh, Cousins threw three interceptions. Well, there was nah, one that's t- early when we were there. There was one time that Cousins threw it right to Kevin Barnes, and he dropped the interception and just dropped down and did like ten push-ups. All Willie Mays Hayes style. <laughs> <laughs> I did read something about um not to not to step on Nick here and like let him continue on, but something about RG three and him making a great play on a fumble. Did you hear about that? That was not no. that day. Not that day. That was day. Uh, that maybe it was something. the next day. Maybe it was the next day. Yeah, yeah. If you want to bring that Hey Nikos, what did you think about the quarterbacks um 
comparing the quarterbacks when they were throwing the the ball. All right. Um, RG three had only one low ball. Everything else was right where where it was supposed to to go. Uh, that's what I I saw, and uh, even that low ball was still caught by the receiver. Uh, RG minus one, uh, as usual, fumbled once. <laughs> and overthrew um, some people. He overthrew yeah. some people too. RG minus one. He he did have that uh, impressive uh, long ball, but you know, third team, come on, give me a break. Um, what I did see, uh, Grossman was the normal Grossman. He would have good throws and he would have bad throws, and you wouldn't know uh, what part of the love-hate relationship is that. Uh, Cousins was okay. Uh, he did make some mistakes, but his passes were uh, relatively okay. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't expect more than that. Um, with RG3, my first impression is that he would throw the ball really effortlessly. Uh, I mean, the, the ball would actually just travel normally. The, he had great spirals. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see anybody uh, trying desperately to get the ball. You know, sometimes the receivers overextend or stretch or had to change their routes. I didn't see any of that. Uh, there were two really impressive catches uh, by Garcon, uh, and RG3 just put it all the way at the top, and he just jumped all the way up and, and pulled it in between two uh, defenders. So I have to say that I'm reasonably satisfied by what I saw. Mm-hmm. I'd have Early days yet. On. I'd have to concur on that. I also thought that Jonathan Crompton... Looked as good, if not better, than Rex Grossman. The fourth Yeah, it will. Yep, definitely. And uh, some of my other notes from the um, training camp day two that we were at. Um, well, Rob Jackson, I thought, was tearing it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was back Aaron, there every Aaron play. couldn't stop talking about this guy on the road trip to Baltimore from there. He was, he was a standout of the day, I thought, and I didn't hear anything about it. And I will also say I'm a little worried about the offensive line, and this was before the injuries, because Arakpo and Kerrigan were in the backfield like every single play when they were in the Yep, yeah. yep. And uh, you could tell that uh, they told them, hey, tone it down, because uh, huh. there were numerous... Uh, uh, plays that you could see Oracle being right next to RG3 and just stopping and then RG3 releasing the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, had that been a normal play, RG3 would be facing the dirt. Oh, yeah. Numerous times. No, no doubt about that. They, they told him to tone it down. And and that, and remember again, that time he got mad, Arakpo, when he, when he was coming back? Well, he, would like, he totally would have had RG3 and RG3... He kind of let him go, and RG three stepped up and like did some spin and made the pass, and he was like, "I got you." He was like, <laughs> look, he was looking at him like, "No way, man!" and like shaking his head, because <laughs> you know he what? It's so frustrating for the defense because they're not allowed to do anything. Right, they're not allowed to make hits and all that stuff. Yeah. Hey, uh, who uh, was it? Um, uh, RG three that actually uh, started running, and you could see. Uh, London Fletcher mm-hmm. just coming on his own like a freight train. Oh, yeah, dude. RG3 took off to the left, like on a busted play or something, or a designed run. I'm not sure because they were all like bootlegs options or something that he was running like 95% of the time. And anyway, he decided to take off, and London Fletcher just went, you know, like old London Fletcher and just made the perfect line on him. <laughs> he was like, you're not going anywhere. It just ran him out of bounds. And everyone was cheering for London. It was awesome. <laughs> Dude, so they were cheering. Actually, they were cheering the play for mm-hmm. London. Yeah. Yeah, they awesome. were cheering for London because he made an awesome play on. He's like, welcome to the NFL, son. See, th- that's got to be just fantastic to be a camp. I'm so pissed I've missed it because, you know, I, I couldn't help it. But it, it would have been so nice to be there and see how, like, I mean, you know, you don't go to training camp mm-hmm. if you're a half-ass man. You go for the real deal. If you if you are the real deal. Well, some of those so. half fans were just there to try to get an autograph, but yeah. 
Well, yeah, I'm trying to get 200 of them so they can sell them in their sports yeah, memorabilia yeah, stores. I mean, there were plenty of people there that were watching, but there were also plenty of people that were just kind of hanging out back behind, you know, up by the food area, just like playing around until it came to the end of practice, and then they all showed up with their Sharpies. Huh. Am I wrong, Nikos? Seriously, that guy right next to us, my, he must have had an SUV filled with stuff. <laughs> he was I annoyed. <laughs> he had what? all these fake jerseys, you know, because yeah, the color were... was slightly off. It wasn't the right color, <laughs> burgundy. He nice. had jerseys. He had uh, Sports Illustrated, the one that said uh, Luck versus Griffin. Uh, he had uh, little baseball-sized <laughs> cards that he was just uh, taking in and out. He had 20 different pens just in case one of them fails. <laughs> and again, he didn't get anything because... Oh, no, he didn't. Eh, well... John, we uh, tell him about tell John about the plot that we had to get him the autograph of his favorite player. I, I heard bits and pieces of this. Um, I I have to say I'm disappointed in you guys on this. You were hoping well, to get an autograph of of Rex Grossman <laughs> for John. Yes. Yes. Here, <laughs> and this is uh, autograph 101. All right. If you want to get an autograph, you scream and shout until the other person sees you. And you're their biggest fan and all that stuff. So here we, we have with Aaron. Child. So in other words, I didn't get any autographs. So Aaron was jumping <laughs> up and down like crazy, waving his arms, like lifting his shirt, showing his manly manliness. His three nipples. His I three did. Nipples. I did talk to Santana Moss. I have to say. Yeah. So it, it, there's tons of people there, and Santana Moss is there, and there's this little kid, and Santana Moss is signing the autograph, and and Aaron is right next to him, and he's. Very politely giving the the cap, and Santana almost turns around and goes away. <laughs> Aaron's like, it was very Aaron's reminiscent. Like, it was very reminiscent of the Jeff George episode that I had ten years ago. Dude, 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 you can't compare him to Jeff Here, George, Nico, though, man. Nico, Jeff George happen, was a total tool. Did you happen to notice? Was did Aaron particularly smell bad that day? No. No, you know what? Because right. with Jeff George, we had just come off of a night of camping and. And he had showered the night before in West Virginia. But you didn't tell him. You didn't tell him what I said to Santana. Did you hear what I said to him? No, I was far. far I back. said, Santana, you got to tear him up this year. And he goes, Sure will. <laughs> and then For he the walked away. And, didn't, that day. And, he and, didn't, and then he looked at your hat, looked at you, turned around, and walked away. He didn't even look at me. He was signing someone else's autograph. So. Sure will. He, it wasn't quite as bad as the Jeff George episode where he looked me right in the eye and had my pen and my hat and just handed it back to me. And didn't sign Without it. Without signing it. Yeah, it wasn't Dude, like aren't that. you glad he didn't sign it, though? Seriously. I know. I wouldn't be able to wear that hat anymore. Dude, yeah, you, you could sacrifice like, that to the football gods. You'd you have to like leave that one like out your, in the rain and stuff for like a couple of months. You could put it out in like your fire pit on your deck. Yeah. <laughs> so also in the practice, they had a kicking competition, which John's dog, Graham Gano, won. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, there was a few where like all the players would just get around and right when they were about to kick they'd just be like, and, like, like all yeah, their face and stuff. I heard mm-hmm. that, that Shanahan said that they could do anything except for touch the, the kicker. You cannot touch your comrade. Well, here's what I want to know, dudes. Um, what about the running back situation? Was there any running game at all that you saw? Yeah, plenty. Uh, Hightower. Uh, actually, there were uh, a couple of really, really good plays with uh, Hightower and Hello. Yeah. A- and I have no idea how they found the lane because you could see this pile of people right in front of them, and all of a sudden, a, a millisecond later, that guy is just launching. Well, it was because they weren't tackling him. That's what it was kind of hard to tell how well the runners were doing, at least I thought. Because, you know, they'd get into the pile and stuff, and the guys are just kind of. You know, they were like bouncing. So you don't want to hurt up. your comrade. So yeah. was Hightower practicing with the first team and Halu, or was uh, where were Royster and Young and those guys? They were switching in and out. And that other guy, what, what's his name, Morris, he looked pretty decent, yeah. except for when he was trying to return punts, because I think he dropped two of them. Yeah. Uh, and remember, was 46, hey. wasn't it? Did you yeah. guys see any, any of the Hummingbird? Nikos. Yeah. The Hummingbird played pretty well. Yes and yes. Nikos. What about a wide receiver? All right, I'm going to tell you. Remember that Hernandez guys that I said cut like kind of loud and you started laughing? Mm-hmm. Well, he got cut the next day, you realize. 
As a you know, of fact. you know what the funny thing is. At some point, you know, it was it, it was toning down. It was something like an hour, an hour and a half after, and um, you know, Robert Griffin just walks towards Rexy, and there's this guy behind us that screams at the top of his uh, lungs, "Get away from him, Robert!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was hilarious. <laughs> In other <laughs> words, like he, he might rub some of his like funk off on you or he something. He might rub some of his two interceptions and a turnover per game. Right. Don't touch him. It's like the cheese touch or something. And he was like, get away from him. Like they didn't want anything to rub off on him. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Yeah. It's like a curse. <laughs> get oh, away fantastic. from him, Robert. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought RG3 looked really, really fluid. And in real life, it was good to see that. Because we were right on the 30-yard line, and that's where they ran 95% of the plays from. We lucked mm-hmm. out with that. And um, I thought mm-hmm. he had a much tighter tighter spiral, like Nick the Greek was saying. He had more snap on the ball. Because they'd basically run a play, and then the other quarterback would come in, and then they'd run the same play. So you could kind of compare their throwing motions and everything. And um, uh, they, they did that uh, bootleg thing where they actually slide on the side and they throw the ball uh, while in motion. You could see that uh, Griffin was very comfortable with that, and you could see that Rexy was not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, and you could see the body language and the release of the ball. Yeah, because Rex Grossman would have to kind of like stop and set and throw. You know what I mean? He would like do this little right. stutter step skip thing where RG3... Like just, most quarterbacks. Yeah, but RG3 kinda. would just throw it. He would just... He's, he's gifted with that that motion. He can really do that. Yeah, he was good. Sweet. And um, as far as the running backs, though, I mean, Hightower wasn't limping or anything. I think they said the day before he looked like he was limping. When we yeah. saw him, I thought he looked fine. Chris Cooley. Good. Someone wrote in. Someone tweeted at us about Chris Cooley not being in pads, but he was in pads and he he played and he looked fine to me. He was with the starters most of the time. The only thing was he had, for some reason, gray shorts on when everyone else was wearing <laughs> Redskins colored shorts. <laughs> but yeah, were they hugger? At, at least they weren't hugger shorts. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I told I told Nick the Greek about the hugger shorts. He hadn't seen that. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> no, they were normal. He like, he like dug them out of 1986 somewhere back there. <laughs> they were normal in shorts. the bowels of the stadium. Although I guess that would be the old stadium. They're like they were like cheerleading shorts or something. All right, Josh. All right, Nick the Greek. Before we let you go, um, Josh doesn't know about this, but me and John had time to discuss your gifts to us. Yeah, uh-huh. and we know what the new tradition is going to be. All right, go for it. At the end of every Redskins game, if the Redskins win, we are going to pour us a nice glass of Woodford into the hail yeah Redskins glasses. Awesome, and say hail yeah and. Hell yeah, Redskin shot glass. And drink hell yeah. Wait, wait, wait. They've got to win, though. They've got to win for us to say hell yeah. I don't know anything about this. Oh, Josh. Nick the Greek at the end of training camp wanted to give something to Harry Hug Football that we could use in our tradition. Traditional ways that we do with like the Dallas Sucks flag and stuff. Our like game that. ceremonies. And he wanted, to, he wanted to get us a Redskins thong, but I talked him out of that. What? So... <laughs> <laughs> Instead, Seriously. Instead, he Seriously, got, yeah, inst- I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Instead, he got each of, each of us three a little Redskins shot glass that says, Hail, yeah, on it. Nice. It has a little Redskins Which, in it. Of course, as Sweet. Redskins fans, we've been saying for at, you know, at least a couple decades, and they finally, finally picked up in their awesome marketing department, who we're going to come back to later. In this podcast. As Redskins fans and Rednecks, we've been saying it for years. We are from Virginia. Um, So anyway, thanks for those um, gifts. Dude, if you actually had a chance to watch a game with us at one of our houses, we have so many little traditions like that built into a game, it's hard to keep up with all of them. It really is, especially with Aaron and myself, because we were roommates for a few years, and we had all these like little teeny things that we had to do here and there, and you know, it's it's... So, so this will be a nice, and I think a, a, I will certainly honor this tradition at the end of every victory, <laughs> oh, and I'm perhaps sure. at the end of every defeat as well. We thought oh, about I'm doing sure. it at the end of every touchdown, but that would get 
the podcast, we'd be like, oh, I don't know what happened at all. I, I don't we remember. We scored 72 points. I don't quarter. remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, there's so many. For a while, I don't know if we've ever brought this up on the podcast, but when me and John were roommates, every single game, one of us had to wear a big old 70s or 80s foam finger, and the other one of us had to wear this really hot Redskins rain poncho inside. Which oh, were both Lord. both things that that came from back in the uh, right. They were right around like seventy nine, eighty throwbacks, which I still have. By the way, they are in the Redskins room here at the uh, the new casa, not in the ghetto. <laughs> they're retired though, because they're like all ripped. And yeah, they're all retired. There's rips in both of them. They're just all beat beat all the heck. But we would we would like if we were almost late turning on a game or something. We'd be like, we gotta get Poncho in hand, and we'd like go tearing through the house as fast as we could to make sure we had Poncho in hand on before the kickoff. And you weren't allowed to take off Poncho or hand at any point during the game, even if you had to go to the bathroom. Oh, God. So whoever had ha- whoever had hand only had use of one hand during the game because the other one's inside of a foam finger the entire game. <laughs> That's like depends like parties, man. Oh god. And there's hey, so many of those um, little things. But anyway. Uh one other thing, um, before I let you guys go. These these are awesome traditions. I mean, I hope uh one day I'll I'll be able to make it uh to your part of the woods. Uh it was really great uh meeting you, uh, Aaron. My wife was really excited. She was like, Oh my god, you met your yo 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 guys. I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> the yo 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 guys. That's how she refers to you guys. Um, yo, 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 guys. One thing that I wanted to try, and I'm actually saying this very cautiously, is to make a video uh, podcast. So exactly as we are talking right now, but have cameras. And it has to be a game, after a game, preferably a win. <laughs> that is awesome. A and then five we can point just, win. You mean like and a short little re- like reactionary one, like a five minute reaction it, to the game type thing? Even the whole podcast with uh, with uh, today's technology, like, we we if can we get do it, it planned out. Yeah, definitely. Because really, it's not so much about the technology planning; it's making sure Aaron puts his underwear on. You know, on video. <laughs> <laughs> and and why was it wrong for me wanting to get the thong? <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. The thong was just a little bit creepy. I don't know, but, but yeah. I'm gonna pour my shot glass oh, uh, full of some Pappy Van Winkle's 23 year old. I could see Josh wearing that thong. God, that's a story. Dude, I, yeah, I can see I'm Josh gonna... wearing that thong, drinking out of his Hell yeah glass. <laughs> I can see me. I could be. Wearing that thong while I'm doing my P90X workouts. Uh huh. Now he brings up the P90X. <laughs> I told you we should have got you should have got the uh, thong, the yellow cake. Uh, oh, was it yellow? Yeah. No, dude. If it was yellow, if it was yellow, he would have got it. I'm sure. Gold, dude. Gold. It was. It was complete. It was burgundy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Thing. Anyway, anyway, it was nice meeting you, uh, Nick the Greek, and thanks for the ride to and from training camp. Not a problem. Uh, thank hey, you. Nick, guys. Next time, next time I'm around DC, dude, we'll we'll try to hook up, man. Absolutely, and uh, give me a call so that we can uh, do that um, database thing. Oh yes, Josh. Yep. Give All right. Ding ding ding. He's on Skype. <laughs> we'll do it. All right. We'll do it. I'll hit you this week. Okay. Sounds All good. Right, man. Take thank care. All right. Guys. Thanks, man. All right. All right, yo. All right. Later. Anyway, so that was the training camp report live with. Excellent. Man, I could Nick go for here. three fingers of Pappy Van Winkles right now. Everyone was pretty bummed that we didn't get to see um, the fifth. Though. That would have been awesome. If we get it, maybe the next fifth. time. Maybe next time. Like I said earlier, I was surprised either guy was, was, was able to make it. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad Nick DeGree made it for uh, you know multiple reasons there. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I'm trying to think if there's any other notes I wanted to throw out from training camp besides me yelling cut at that Hernandez guy, and then he got cut the next day. That's fantastic. Uh, Dude, and then and thank you for yelling cut in my steed. Not only did he get cut, but after he dropped those two punts and that one pass or whatever it was, 
he just stood there the rest of the practice. They didn't even let him go out on any routes. It was like, you're already cut. Go over there and stand. See, that's where I feel bad about the whole cut thing because the whole cut thing came from me, you know, drinking beer and watching single A baseball. (laughs) And you know, the guy I yelled cut to most likely got cut eventually. What did he do? Like, drop a routine. He dropped a pop fly, fly, man. He dropped like an infield pop fly. And I was just like, number 13, cut. And, you know, we're in a minor league baseball team or stadium and that seats, what, five or 6,000, and there were maybe 1,000 people there. And we were in the third row behind the dugout or something of that nature. And he looked right at me and had this look on his eyes like, I know. And John's standing there with his scissor fingers up in the air. Going, God! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it it was a pretty hilarious I, I do feel bad for that. It does. It does work in many situations. Though. I think that it, guy it, was it's one of those. I, it's warm up the bus. That that <laughs> warm up the bus, rattle the keys. Was that that's, guy that, a member? That's of, one of my guilty pleasures, though. I, I I have to admit. Was that guy a member of the Batavia Muck Dogs? I I do believe <laughs> he was a Staten Island Ferry. I mean, Yankee. He was a Staten Island Ferry, I think. No, I don't know. He might have been a Muck Dog. I, I, I really can't remember. It was on the third base side. I do remember that. But that may have been one of those few stadiums where they flip flop the uh, See, the home and away because I remember base, it being on the first base. I side. remember it being on the first base side as well, John. Are you I think sure? You might have yes. had a one two that night. Yeah, dude. Well, that, that's not surprising. Yeah, Are you sure? Like, it, that seems like a stadium because the first base dugout faces west, and you don't want the the uh, sun coming down and shining in your dugout. So some stadiums they will actually flip flop the home and away dugouts. The first base does face kind of west because north is right in the harbor. Yeah, and I think that they had the away the away team was in the first base dugout. I'm looking. I'm efforting. All right, <laughs> effort. Tradition. Who cares? Back to the Redskins. <laughs> right. Um, Staten on the ferries. Hey, what, dudes! This podcast is already like forty minutes long. Do we want to go to break and come back and? Yeah, let's go to break. We'll come back to like the injury report and all that. Yeah, I guess we should. And John will look up, you know, what side cuts, and he'll look and I'll tell up. you exactly what kind of websites come up. We got plenty to talk about because we're gearing up for football season. Gearing up. All right, we'll talk to you after this break. You are listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, But for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. All right, we're back. It's already a 45-minute podcast, and we're not even halfway done all the stuff on the itinerary. Talking about poncho in hand. You know what? I'm going to throw this out for Nick the Greek. This week, I'm giving poncho in hand the Game Ball Award. Who's poncho in hand? What is that? Whoa, turn that down. To the Redskins. 
Hail victories. Praise Is John back yet? It sounds like the old Redskins magazine. John, I just gave my game ball award to Poncho in hand for this week. Just so you know. I don't know if John's back or not. Dudes, all right. Let's move. We're getting along in the tooth here. We got we got more stuff to talk about. Let's go right into the injury report. Yes. All right, dude. Bad news. John, you take the injury report. I've been talking a lot on this podcast. All right, hold on. Talk about Corey Lichtensteiger Schnell. Dude, Schnell. Schnell has hurt himself again and he is not able to practice right now. Yeah. It's bad news, dude. What's wrong? Yeah, and with it's it? not it's not the same injuries that have put him out. It's just like a sprained knee or something like that. I don't no, remember. The I know exactly thing. what it is. is did Rob Jackson take him out? Dude, no, I know exactly the no, exact that injury. Was someone else. I read up on this. What? He had to have arthroscopic surgery because there was like some kind of loose cartilage bodies. particles or something they had to get loose rid of. Loose bodies, I think, is the technical term. Foreign bodies, loose bodies. Some loose bodies, kind of like the I don't think foreign bodies. Kind of like those Baltimore <laughs> foreign women. bodies invaded his knee. <laughs> anyway, they got to remove his loose bodies out of his cartilage All and right. his knee. And so he... Schnell's out till opening, as in At season least. opening. But it could so be worse. We may or may not see him in New Orleans, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. However, the the uh, surgeries that he had last year for the torn everything um, seemed to be holding yeah. so far. Yeah. So it wasn't anything as serious as it could have been when you hear arthroscopic <laughs> surgery. Yeah. Uh, so a little <laughs> bit of better news, although. I'm starting to get uh, pessimistic about this situation. Yeah. Um, Jamal Brown, hip, does not need surgery. It's just inflamed. However, they said something about they're looking at his other hip now. Oh, good yeah. lord. So, Dude, he needs to ease up on his P90X. He's got bad hips, man. He's got bad hips, man. But anyway, I'm a little afraid because, like I mentioned in the training camp uh, report, the offensive line was like a swinging gate for Rackpo and and <laughs> Kerrigan, which tells me one of two things or a little bit of both. One, right. the offensive line is extremely crappy. Or yeah. two, Kerrigan and Rackpo are extreme beasts. I don't I know. I think it's kind of a, a little bit of both, you know, because they're both – I mean, it's the second day of camp. The defense – the defense traditionally comes along faster than the offense, and especially this year we have a brand-new quarterback. So Who we and, have to uh, protect, by the way. Yeah, and a couple of wide receivers um, that are also new. And the defense, for the most part, except for the secondary, is, is you know. Schnell. They're all together. They've Schnell. been together for two years now. <laughs> I think they're so, going to be good this year if we can get some help from, from I the hope so. secondary. but. Dude, I brought it up earlier when I asked Nick Nick the Greek about running backs and what you guys saw. Yep. What's up with Darrell Young? Yeah, Darrell Young. A little concerned about that. They said today that he did go through the walkthrough, so he sounds like it sounds like he's getting better. Um, it's the same hammy that kept him out a couple games last year, so it's something to keep an eye on. Right. And um, and lots of other little like you know dinks and dunks and knocks and 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 you know scrapes and scraps and but put a but i gotta get the hell back out there going on. i gotta bring this up the the usual suspects they look okay you know the coolies and the mosses and those so guys. far I so think good so, yeah santana moss looked pretty good out there when i saw him and so did cooley cooley i heard that cooley is looking like the best he's looked in like three or four years he did when i saw him play he looked like he's ready to play he looked he looked really good out there. We shall see. I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped for both. I'm pumped especially for Moss. I think Moss is just gonna kill it. He told me he was like, show will. Show will. Dude, yeah. give him another year or so, man. He's gonna we're gonna be able to call him old man Moss. He made a few good catches when old we man were Moss. there. He made a few good <laughs> catches when we were there, but he also dropped one that was right to him. Nah, he always many, drops one a game. How he many years has he been on the team now? Like seven. More than we think. More than that, dude. I think it's like nine or ten. No way. Nine or ten? No way, dude. He's been on the team like nine or eight at least. He's been there like six or seven years. Uh, Really? When they got him from the Jets. Remember? When we basically, when we used to only trade with the Jets for a while. Yeah, and it was like, like, it was the receiver for receiver trade, remember? 
Yeah, we traded um what's his face with the tattoos? Ah, what's his name? The ones on the back of his arms. You know, that guy. Cole. Lavernius. Yeah. Lavernius Cole. Yeah. All right, okay. This will he, be he, his eighth he, year he, as, he, as a Washington Redskin. Man. Yes, this will be his eighth year. All eight. right, so he split the difference. I said seven and Josh said nine. So, Former first-round pick. Anyway, um, yeah, so those guys look pretty good. I mean, all right. I'm just worried. From what I was seeing, I'm worried about the cornerbacks situation. Mm-hmm. The safeties, uh, uh, What's his face? Reed Dowdy was bringing it in that practice, dude. Yeah, well, yeah. he's never short of effort. Let's say that. No, he never is, and 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 probably are of him, Poor for guy. sure. Uh, but yeah, we're really worried about the offensive line, and from Super. what I've been reading from the for training camp reports since we've been the training camp, uh, other people are worried about it as well. And now with these injuries. <sighs> I guess we'll we see more of Palumbo Columbus Jumbo. Maurice Hurt. Is Hurt. Um, what's that other dude's name? The big da- the big guy. Didn't Maurice Hurt get hurt or is he alright? I think he's alright. What's the name of that other lineman? Columbus. No, no, no. The uh, oh, <laughs> Willie Smith. Will- the Fresh Will- Prince. Willie Smith. French Princes. Willie Smith. Yeah. We said that he's a day to day. He got a little bit of a knock out there. A little injury. Um but he seems to be okay and will be all right. Nothing serious. Put a band, rub dirt on it. It won't hurt. All right. And if you go to our signings and cuts, I see you put some on here. But before you go do that, if you go to our website, harryhogfootball.com, you can check out, uh, you can check out the podcast streaming live from there, as well as, a. Uh, uh, link to David Lee League of Services, to the HHFFFL, to the Help Harry Donate to PayPal link, to the Amazon link. And uh, you can also call the hotline, find the number there, 77HarryHog. That's 774-277-9464. You can call and leave a message like uh, Will and Marilyn does often, um, uh, 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 along with other folk as well. And uh, these are messages. They go right to voicemail. So it, we listen to all of them, and sometimes we will take the clip, a clip or the whole thing and put them on the podcast, especially if they're funny. Yep. You can, yep. And there's also a chat box on there that we, we monitor every now and then. Chat it Chop up. It. Tweet us at Harry Hog. So, all, all right, so the signings. Apparently, and we're not sure about this, Chase Minifield, who I was interested in seeing, Chase Minifield has cleared waivers and has been re-signed by the Redskins to put on IR. Just like they said they were going to do. They actually followed through on something. Well, no one snagged him is the thing. Okay. So, you know, no one took a flyer on him. Maybe it was a gentleman's agreement as far as that is concerned. Maybe he just slipped through. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, this gives him a whole other year to learn the defense, to rehab, and, uh, you know, Hopefully he'll come back much stronger next season if he can make the team. Someone who's not going to make the team, it looks like, is linebacker Jonathan Goff, who signed from the Giants last year. And for the second year in a row, he has torn his right ACL. And they just straight up and cut him this time. I mean, it's an injury settlement, but they cut him, and I don't think they're going to try once you once you tear your ACL the same one twice, it's it's not it's pretty much over it's for too you. Too weak, dude. Shot wasn't yeah. wasn't Benefield in that why what happened to him in that why he's on the IR torn ACL. I don't remember. I know he no he had to have microfracture surgery. Uh, so so they that was a a bone issue and that was a issue of microfracture and extending the bone in the leg to uh, make it stronger. Dude, actually, I don't know if extending is quite the right word for that, but that that is supposedly and and the technology on that that's that's a recent surgery that has been uh, starting actually, to get more and more, more more and more momentum in sports. No, dude, I just found it. Well, that may be true, but I just read. Yep. I'm reading now uh, that Chase Minifield um, tore his his ACL in his right knee in the last day of minicamp in June, according to. Head coach Mike Shanahan. Oh, that All sucks, right. dude. That sucks. Yeah. Um, um, 
So he tore it, and uh, and then apparently he did there is a bone indeed, He did indeed go undergo the procedure. It, I believe. Yeah. Yes. So so apparently there was a bone issue as well as AC. Dude, man, that. Ouch. All right. Well, anyway, so he's on IR for the rest of the year. We still got him, and we've got him for the rest of the season unless we cut him. I'll but look Jonathan forward to Goff, him next it year. It does not look like he's going to get re-signed. Well, Jonathan Goff, yeah. Um, he actually <clears throat> was a decent contributor in, in the for the Giants, so I was – it was. It, it was one of those. To see him play, but every time we get someone from the Giants, they never end up coming. <laughs> or Fiore. we somebody to the Giants. Like Fiore. we lost Pierce to them. We lost Lavar Arrington to them. Signed Dave Fiore, and I don't think he played a regular season game. Maybe I think he played one in one preseason game, and he was done. Yeah. Can we? Well, ever, we did get Sam. Huff. Can we ever address the damn <laughs> offensive line? Yeah. Say that reminds me. We signed an offensive lineman today. Oh, who's that? Who was that dude? He's someone that got cut. Uh, Jordan Black? Yes. Former Eagle? Eagle. Was he an Eagle? We're just getting him for intel. Questionable. Where He's not even on your list here. Oh, there he is. Jordan Black. <laughs> Jordan Black. <laughs> oh, the guy at the top of the list? Um, he, so anyway, we got some guy. He's only played like 11 games in the last four years, but you know. Josh, get that dude. P90X under your belt. and then you I can know, show right? Up. What about Nevin McCaskill? Nevin McCaskill, he got waived, and they signed fullback Dorson Boyce because of the uh, worry about Daryl Young because he's the only fullback. Um, as we already heard from Aaron, who vocalized this at training camp in Ashburn, cut Brian Hernandez, and we signed Desmond Briscoe. Dude, we I want to talk about actually, Desmond Briscoe. Yeah, we actually claimed him off waivers. The Buccaneers cut him. What do you guys think about that? Because like, old um, Raheem Morris, you know, was with the Bucks, right? While this guy was there. Yep, yep. And uh, do you think that's why he's in Washington right now? Or I mean, it just seems to me. Look at the receiving core. Do you think that there is uh, is room for this guy? Here's what I think. Why do we need a thousand receivers and two linemen? Because RG three can throw all day long, and these guys are going to be huffing and puffing. Why can't they go? Why can't they go bring in – we bring in, like, two linemen to camp and we bring in, like, 30 wide receivers. Why can't I know, we? dude. I don't, I don't know. But this guy did lead the Bucks last year, I think, didn't he, in catches or touchdowns? He did. He had six he, think, touchdowns. Yeah, he led but with six touchdowns yes. because they were socks. Yes. Yeah, so. And, and apparently he got cut for failing his conditioning, and I read an article, and he was like, um, yeah. I don't know about that. He, it was it was one of those like Albert Hainsworth style conditioning tests though. It was like he he failed the shuttle run. <laughs> you know, it was one of those that was you know made like Albert Hainsworth's like man, I can't pick up a racers. He's one of those guys that had a bunch of excuses. He had he had some off field issues, not like legal necessarily. Was he said what family was issues. Them. It was family issues. Family so issue. he missed like off season workouts. And they have that new coach that came down from Rutgers, Shiano, and the chopping wood guy. I believe his quote, and I have it right here, was, I had a bunch of personal stuff going on at the house, so I missed some <laughs> voluntary workouts. Oh, speaking of, John, you got to bring up that article I sent you and do your um, your impersonation of um, Fred Davis. And while I was at the uh, training camp, I forgot to mention, Nick DeGreek was like, you guys have to do the second installment. Of, of the, the Fred ca- Davis of the court case, but just oh, a little yeah. teaser, a little oh, teaser. Oh, have to wait on that. Yeah, I know, but you got to do a little teaser about that article. What he said this time, I won that day. <laughs> did you read that? I did. What did I put it on here? I don't know. I'm looking for it. it yeah, he was. They were interviewing him about, inter- like, representing himself. And he kept saying stuff like, "Yeah, I went to court. I won that day." And they're like, what "I do you won mean that won? day." It's all like, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like they take score, like in tennis or something. Like he won one game, and then they're gonna have another one. I won. He was all like, "I won that day." I mean, I know it's not over, but you know, it's just, it's just like a day, <laughs> and stuff like that. And you're just like reading it, going, "This guy is he really this yeah. slow?" Really? Yeah. It was pretty funny. Anyway, we need- well, I mean, it's many times I've said this. Um, I, I don't think Fred Davis is very bright, and I'm very glad that he has football as a career because I don't know what he would fall back on. 
All right, let's crank some of this other stuff out. If you guys didn't hear, the Redskins have their playbooks on iPads this year. And apparently one of the players found a little glitch where they can trash talk anonymously over the uh, iPads to all the other players. <laughs> Did you read about this? <laughs> that that's totally sounds like something Josh would find. Yeah, I forget. And who he f- would all be like, dude, you suck it. I forget who found it, but apparent, <laughs> apparently you could be like, dude, didn't I didn't I put this didn't I send this to you guys? Yeah, you could yes, be, you, you could did. be like, Cooley, you you totally sucked on that play, and no one would know who said no it. Would come so, to yeah, everyone's like, iPads. There's like this iPad, app, and and apparently if they um if they enter the wrong password because the iPads are all password protected, so that nobody can get into their playbook, they enter it like a certain number of times. I don't remember how many, but the whole iPad gets erased, not just the playbook, like everything gets erased on the iPad. Yeah. I just thought yeah, it was funny that they were more excited about being able to trash talk each other. Trash talk. I know. That was the <laughs> hilarious part, man. Anonymously. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sure Chris Cooley will have some fun with that. I'm sure the app developers have been told, you guys need to update that and make it so they either have to log in and use their name. Or, <laughs> uh, and, and they're like, and we need this done within the next 24 to 48 hours. And like, um, and, we, and need then, the, we need the correct names on the tickets. We right. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, All dude. players are like, I'm just not going to update, man, when it comes to, I'm not updating. Speaking of that, Aaron, Aaron, you brought up a good thing. We're going we're gonna to jump right into that hog slop. So uh, according to the uh, season tickets that have been printed and mailed out to all those season ticket holders out there, um, Roy Helu's first name is Robert on ticket number five, <laughs> and Linda Fletcher's number was changed to number 58. <laughs> At least that's the way it's printed on the season tickets. It's the way it's pr- printed on there. And Aaron did the same thing that I did because I read the article on it, and I was scrolling down on the London Fletcher thing, and it shows a picture of him before it says the number at the bottom. So you're scrolling down, and you're like, there's the picture of London Fletcher, and it's cut off right in the middle of the digits on his chest. So it's like, oh, well, that looks like it could say 59 instead of, oh, it says 58 right there in the middle of the ticket. Okay, never mind. No, the ticket is like London Fletcher, 58. 58. Yeah, it looks like it could say, it's like someone could look at the jersey and be like, that's a 58, but it's like, dude, that's a 59. It's no, like you I really can't tell. I think someone did look at the jersey and say that's a 58, whoever the graphic artist was. They're like, all right, this guy's number 58. It like- must have been. Well, <laughs> whoever their graphic artist is is obviously not a Redskins fan. He works... For the it's he's one of those guys they brought in because they needed a graphic artist, if not a graphic artist who knew something about sports. Dude, I'm sure they have somebody in house that does this, and they've probably been fired. But well, Josh, if you look Josh, at- Josh, you know, Josh, you you are big on this because of what you do. That's like people who design theaters who don't know anything about theater. Let's just right. put these big columns right here. Uh, you're <laughs> gonna block the view of a hundred people. Right, you, don't, you don't understand how oh. it works. You at least gotta check. I mean, come on, this information is readily available. It's not like, it's not like you couldn't pull up a roster on Redskins. Go, oh, oh no, hold 59. on, hold on. Maybe you couldn't pull up a roster on Redskins. I think it's a, <laughs> because it was on the Dallas game. This person is secretly a Dallas fan. Well, it's not like you couldn't just. Oh man, it's just infuriating. Cut. Yeah. They should be. It's cut. not like the Redskins don't have enough money to find a graphic artist that will work for them that actually knows something about football, but they're such jerks in the corporate side of the team that they no one wants to freaking work for them. <laughs> All right, you got me started on a roll. Let's move on. All right, well, we're two hours and three minutes, or one hour and three minutes in, two so maybe we hours. should go into That would the, be the most epic ever. Maybe we should go into the hog slop. We did, dude, ah. I already... Dude, I already, dude, it hurts whenever I do it. Here, make it hurts when twice. he snorts like that. He's not 20. No, that was the hog slap. All right, Lee Torrance. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not 20 anymore. I'm, 30, I'm 37. I'm not old. Some other hog slop is Lee Torrance was signed by Jacksonville. Twice signed uh, Redskin Lee Torrance, signed by Jacksonville. And Brandon Merriweather, um, his DUI case has been resolved, according to ESPN 980 in Washington. He was found guilty and had a 180-day suspended jail sentence along with a $300 fine. Oh, wow, for a DUI. That's so crushing. I mean, with that $300, he could have bought one beer in Baltimore. at the. Or he could have bought, like, 10 cab rides. Asshole. Is it going to be an attitude problem, do you guys think? Someone who has a DUI record 
and who has been a pro bowler in the past but has not meshed well in New England and got cut. Well, he didn't get cut. He went to the Bears, and then he uh, did not do well there in that defense. Do you think he's going to be an attitude problem? Because I always have a problem with these guys that have DUIs. I don't know, dude. But we need someone to play in the secondary. I know that. So yeah, hopefully we he'll certainly get his stuff do. together. But, you know, same. it's like when we, we talk about Bruce Smith. It's like you, you got to get that crap together before you kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Period. It, 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 period. All right. We got to round this thing out, dudes. Yep. Round it out. No BR of the week. Everything from BR was so boring. Nothing even made me laugh. Dude, I got a BR of the week. Uh, oh, sweet. Go they listed, it. like, what to expect from every returning Washington Redskin in 2012. You know what I'm loving, though? With news coming out of training camp, those Google alerts that used to be riddled with BR, BR is now pushed to the bottom. They are, if there's one on the daily alert at all. Yep. <laughs> Which is fantastic. It's just crap. It's crap. Why, why is it so popular? Because it's tied to a major network. Mm-hmm. Unlike Harry Hog Football, which is completely independent, we have a fantastic, long-time, benevolent sponsor, David Lee of David Lee Legal Services, a humongous Redskins fan, and our only sponsor. And we're completely untied here. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Shout Hail out. to the Redskins. Shout out. Shout out to Nick, Nick DeGreek. DeGreek. Uh, fifth. The fifth, David Lee Legal Services. Everyone who emailed about joining the HHFFFL, that's the Harry Hog Fantasy or Football Fantasy Football League. And everyone that tweeted at us at training camp, which was uh, David in Michigan, and I forget who asked about Chris Cooley, but someone. I can't All remember. I can't bring it up in time. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys later. They were wrong about him being out of pads. So anyway. Hail to the Redskins. And Daily Grumbles. Hail to the Redskins. See you, Cowboys fan. Yoka! Yoka! Yoka!